Well, welcome everyone to the Robin Walter Show, part of Red Sky Radio. God bless you all today. Uh, do you think there is anything to talk about? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, you have a comment, you can reach me at redskyradio777 at gmail.com or Robin Walter Show. Not the, but Robin Walter Show at gmail.com. Questions, criticisms, comments, and, um, well, no, you can't make contributions there, but that'd be nice. Anyway, uh, we're going to get rolling here. You know, I try to start with good news. I don't have much. I got two quick things today, but I got to I gotta stick with my commitment. Last week, I sang the praises of Governor Stitt, Kevin Stitt of Oklahoma, and uh, Oklahoma is just a great state. Well, the other day... Uh, let me say, I guess it was maybe Monday of this week. Uh, he signed an order in Oklahoma stating it was called, uh, basically it's called Women's Rights, the Women's Bill of Rights. The Women's Bill of Rights. Now, if I saw that without any further explanation, and I didn't know who the author is, I would kind of think, okay, this is just some radical, what, feminazi thing, as Rush Limbaugh was wont to say. But this state, because uh, Katanji Brown Jackson, I think her name, or Katanji Brax Jackson Brown. No, I think it's Brown Jackson. Anyway, the Supreme Court justice who could not define a woman, which uh, summarily actually should have excluded her on the spot from qualification on any court, including some justice of the peace in some hinterland. But Oklahoma decided, you know what? If she can't define female or woman, we will. What a concept. We'll define it. There's nothing in the law that says you can't define what a woman is. And the other states are kind of doing it with all their tranny stuff. So they went ahead and defined what a woman was, what a mother was, what a female was or is. And it's... <laughs> You know, it's now this is in the vein of Kansas and Tennessee, two other states that would leave the union if there was a secession. They've done that also. Not quite the same. I think Oklahoma has taken it just a step further or framed it a little differently, but it's based on the same general framework. And I'm thrilled for these guys that they went ahead and did this. They're out to protect women's rights in sports, in the classroom, in the bathroom, in the shower, in the college dorms. You see, the left is anti-woman. They talk women's rights all the time. But, hey, they're all for abortion, right? Big-time abortion. Half of the ones executed in the womb are girls. How can they be pro-girl, pro-woman, if they're out killing half of them in the womb? I'm sorry, not killing half of them, killing all of them which constitute half of what's in the womb. And just one other thing on that. 
there really is no way that this could be contested legally. I mean, I'd like to say that, but the left contests everything, whether there's any basis in fact or law. But how could it be, how could it possibly be a violation of civil rights to define what a woman is? After all, if the left won't define a woman, then there's no basis upon which to claim there's a violation of any civil rights. Of course, I realize this all makes simply too much sense for them to comprehend. But uh, that's what we're stuck with. So God bless you, Oklahoma. Oh, I did have another piece of good news. Uh, this is a little bit personal. But I got an absolutely clean clean what uh examination on a colonoscopy hey you know that's i mean hopefully you're not at the dinner table while you're listening to this but hey that's good news for me given my history i am thrilled that god cleaned up my act okay all righty let's move on now well you know what i gotta back up here a second one more thing about this oklahoma thing you know when you got joe biden coming out because after all, I'm done with the good news, so this is my comment on the good news. And it says that if somebody uh, 10 years old should be able to choose their own gender and all of this, and you should have abortion. And yeah, he supports maybe uh, sending employees and troops somewhere where they can kill their offspring. Let me j- ask this. I mean, if, you, if you're okay with letting Joe Biden tell you how to raise your children, would you not want to first consider how Hunter Biden turned out? If Hunter is an example, and that's really all Joe's got to work with, other than his daughter Ashley, whose diary has now been vetted, it absolutely is hers that James O'Keefe obtained and then turned over to the FBI, where she comments that at a young age she took showers with her father, with her father. At any age, that's wrong as a girl to take showers with her father. And she even comments where, uh, well, I think that was rather inappropriate. Duh. Joe the perv. She's probably too young. and know her dad was a perv, but she's figured it out since then. But if Joe's going to tell you how to raise your children, consider how his have turned out. Well, uh you know what? I'm not going to go into a, uh, a deep dive on the Trump indictment here other than, a, a well, no, it's not going to be a deep dive. But first of all, obviously, you know, he's got a very left-wing judge who made a major campaign donation to Obama, who then, of course, uh, turned around and appointed her t- uh, to the uh, uh, circuit court. Well, anyway... Uh, or I'm sorry, a federal court. It wasn't the circuit court, a federal district court. So anyway, this is a woman, another Jamaican. You know, this is, this is interesting. I'll just point this out. I know a lot of Jamaicans, a lot of them, met them. There are a lot of them up in northern Michigan working at resorts. I've preached to them. I've ministered to them. I'm friends with some. They're great people. But I'll tell you, uh, what's her face here, Tanya Chutkun, and Cammy, uh, listen to me chuckle like a hyena. Uh, Harris are not two of them, but at any rate, 
Jamaica is a is a great is a great country. I would just po- point this out. This is interesting. Is this why these left wing Jamaican women come to the U.S. permanently? These not the workers, not the ones on the visas to work in the resorts, but these kind because Jamaica is the most pro traditional heterosexual marriage country in the Western Hemisphere. Not kidding. They don't put up with that crapola. So I guess the ones who don't like that come to the U.S. and become federal judges and vice presidents. Now, I don't know that Cami was born there. She is Jamaican by ethnicity, but I don't believe she was born there. But nonetheless, so this woman uh, is so harsh in her punishments to the J6 prisoners, much harder than others. In fact, other judges typically hand down sentences that are more lenient than what are requested by the prosecutors. But not Chutkin. She actually has dished out punishments that are greater than what the prosecutors were asking for. My goodness sakes. You know, I mean, she even rejected a judge's criticisms of her extra-tough sentencing. As along with a comparison that was made between all the soft sentences she gave to her ethnic buddies in Black Lives Matter riots and the harsh treatment of the J6 protesters. So besides being a radical feminazi, she's also overtly or openly and overtly racist. But Trump now stands, I might as well finish this, he stands accused of four felonies, these last four, which you've heard about. I was going to actually read all of what they constitute, the law as it relates to each charge. I think I'd put you to sleep, so I'm just going to sum it up with that he stands accused of conspiracy to defraud the U.S. Not sure what that really stands for. Conspiracy to impede an official proceeding, which was a certification of the election. Obstructing and impeding the certification of the electoral vote through, and conspiracy to injure, oppress, threaten, and intimidate one or more persons in the free exercise and enjoyment of the right to vote and have that one's right vote, that one's vote counted. This is amazing because this is simply what the Democrats do themselves and then charge somebody who's innocent with. The Democrats are the ones that are involved in election interference. They're the ones that are actually in suppression of the vote. And how do they suppress the vote and pervert the vote and actually disenfranchise the legitimate exercise of the vote? Bury the Hunter Biden story. Talk up the Russian hoax about uh, Trump when, in fact, the ones that was in collusion was uh, Hillary Clinton. You go right on down the line. I'll tell you, Trump got the worst judge he could get, and that was by design by this rabid uh, liar, Jack Smith, who admits that he didn't tell the truth earlier in court with respect to some uh, evidentiary matters. The Supreme Court is going to reverse this and basically exonerate Trump. These are, no pun intended, trumped-up charges. Okay, next. You know, um, I've sometimes wondered, 
I don't have to wonder anymore. I know that the devil just seems to be unleashed. Because now you have um, the first of several drag queens recording what they contend to be Christian songs, and they are showing up on, uh, I think it's iHeart's uh, Christian and Gospel category song list. One of which, are you ready for this? Is number one. Number one on the list. And this tranny who goes by the name of Flamey Grant. All right, most of you listening here are old enough to know Amy Grant. This is Flamey Grant. I don't care that she's ripped off Amy Grant's name because Amy Grant has turned to the dark side. She's come out, support a queer marriage, singing at queer weddings. I, you know what? She's a loser. And Vince Gill married badly. Sorry, Vince. Truth hurts. I know. So you got these drag queens purposely getting on Christian music charts. And to hear Flamey Grant talk, she talks about it. And now she's got a new one out called Bible Belt Baby. And I think that's the name of her album. And when she talks, she's just full of F-bombs. That's the only word she really knows. And and I don't even know if the fans are real. It, this could be so cooked up to pollute now Christian song charts. But you've got these people writing in, oh, I'm so glad you came out. I'm so proud of you. Blah, 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 blah. I can't believe the people listening supposedly to Christian music are supposedly Christian. But this is kind of where we are. This is how bad. We know that Satan fakes it to be righteous, calling abortion a sacrament, He's calling sex change operations a self-determination uh, and uh, the right to affirming care. Well, yeah, affirm them all the way to hell if you want. I guess that's your business. But now to have invaded the space of Christian music. And you know what? Maybe people like Amy Grant have given rise to Flamey Grant. I think so. But it doesn't stop there. Because the, a recent poll here has come out and indicated very distinctly the problem for having a two-decade low in military recruitment. Nobody wants to join a bunch of queer-friendly drag queen clingers if you watched MASH. Goodness sakes. And we're the ready and able fighting unit. Queerdom has infected all the branches of the military. I wouldn't want my son or daughter to join the military if they got to hang out and take the dictatorial mandatory indoctrination from pits of hell, also known as commander-in-chief, right on down the line. And as one person wrote, you know, if we're going to end up in a World War III over Ukraine, which is just frankly stupid, absolutely. I mean, it would be the Democrats that get us into that World War. It was the Democrats that got us into Vietnam. It was LBJ. It wasn't Richard Nixon. He inherited that mess. 
But if we're going to ha- – have we not picked a really bad time to maybe start World War III? When we got all the, the fighting age generation of Generation X, which can't even fight the anxiety that they have from being called by the wrong pronoun? That's who we want to recruit and send into battle? These wootsie tootsies? That, oh my, oh, the Russians said something about my gender identity. Yeah, because you know what? Putin doesn't put up with that crap. Putin is exceedingly more righteous than Joe Biden. Ukraine is no, I, I agree with Tucker Carlson on this. Ukraine is no heavenly domain. It is not. Far from it. And, of course, you got the Burisma and the corruption and the Joe Biden thing, which is a whole other story which we are not going to get into. But I uh, next, I want to touch on something that, um, you know, I got a, a piece from one of, uh, one of the listeners yesterday, and periodically I come out with more COVID-related news. I could do a, almost a whole program every week on it. We've done so much of it. Periodically, I have to remind people, if you're still getting the jab, either the first time or or boosters, you're off your rocker. You're absolutely nuts. I don't know of any situation where more boosters are necessary. And in fact, and it is a fact, and the CDC can't dispute the fact, that the more boosters you get, the greater the probability that you're going to get COVID. They cannot deny that we have all these deaths among not just young people, but a ridiculous spike and on the field, in the locker room, deaths among otherwise very healthy athletes. I mean, is Bronny James, LeBron James' 18-year-old son who has a heart attack, did he have the jab? Of course he did. You got, uh, what was her name here the other day? Tori Kelly, the blood clots, a singer. I think she's a singer. I think she's 30 years old. Did she get the jab? I'm sure she did. Now, have people at that age group had health issues through all, all of history? Yes. But we've had the Internet now for 20 years. This stuff did not show up on a weekly and sometimes tri-weekly basis where somebody in that age group and somebody relatively famous or related to somebody famous hasn't collapsed, died, had a heart attack, myocarditis, pericarditis, blood clots. See, the blood clot problem extends without a limitation as to time. The heart attack stuff seems to be more related to the proximity in your last booster. Well, I'll tell you, if you're getting boosters, you're not getting, you're not getting a booster, you're getting a buster. The more early childhood vaccines, the higher the death, infant death rate. The excess death rate is so spiked. What's an excess death rate? It's the number of deaths in a particular age group that exceeds the historical norms. So we got insurance companies that are paying out gobs because of excess death rates among 30, 35, 40, 45-year-olds. Health insurance companies whose payouts have spiked because excessive hospitalization, 
all, all in the last two years? The CDC are a pack of liars. Joe Biden is a liar. The WHO is a liar. They're starting to admit a few things, but they won't come out and admit that they screwed up. Donald Trump's problem. He won't come admit that he screwed up by listening to Anthony Fauci. And all along, everybody who knows better, we get silenced. As one person said, we live in a time where intelligent people are being silenced so that stupid people won't be offended. Well, who oh man, gosh, I'm just getting rolling, rolling. I, I am going to return to a topic that I've touched on several times before regarding the political campaign. Gavin Newsom is running for president. I've said this for months. Honestly, long before anybody else was saying it, I knew he was running. And now we know for a fact, though, that he has not announced it as, as a candidate because he is setting up all the fundraising committees that are exactly what somebody sets up when they plan to launch a campaign. I mean, he's got three affiliated election committees that he's set up which uh, some limit contributions to 5000 a year. Why? Is he running for governor again and he just wants to get an early start? No. Gavin Gruesome Greaseball is running for president. And I've said, I, I've told you, June 21st, so I made the prediction. He will win at this rate. with, And maybe I'd like, that's just my prediction. If it's wrong, it's going to be wrong for a particular reason, which I will get to in just a minute. But he set up all of these committees. And then there's the PACs that he set up, which don't have any limitation as to dollar amount, but they can't be set up for the express purpose of supporting a particular candidate. That's And then there's one that can be, but the donations are limited. So the one that the donations are not limited that he has set up so he can collect millions, and he already is, can supposedly of its own volition, of its own discretion, dump as much into uh, the advocacy of Newsom for president. He's, he has done everything that one would do to run for president except actually announce it. He's just waiting for Joey Cornpop to drop out or to have some further affliction or get impeached on any one of 157 counts, which we covered last week. Anyway, that's uh, that's. Uh, but I got I got to tell you, I'm. It's time for me to explain just how bad he is. He is the worst of the pack. He's worse than Michelle Obama. Now Michelle Obama's there would be there only to channel her husband who's there to channel something from Alex Soros, who's there to channel something from George Soros. So it's just sort of the down, downline stream from hell with Michelle. But hell sort of originates with Gavin Grissom. He's one that I have said on a couple occasions, I don't know who the Antichrist is, but he'd probably get my vote. He is that bad. He has, through his attorney general, expanded the travel ban 
for California state agencies, anybody who's traveling, anybody who's using government money in California to travel to another state. He has expanded that ban to prohibit now states that have an issue with his his newest baby, his pet gender ideology, where women can be boy, uh, boys, boys can be girls, girls can be, goodness sakes, I don't know, maybe you could be transracial. Why don't you just go there and claim yourself to be Hispanic, black, whatever you want, and uh, expect maybe some favor under some affirmative action plan. I don't know. Anybody can be anything. He's that bad. But he has expanded this travel ban list over gender ideology. You ready? To over one half of the country. One half of the states. So understand, this is a guy who's going to be running for president who hates more than one half of the states. More than one half of the states, Gavin Grusom thinks, are deplorables. And counting. And and these last ones that he added, he just added Missouri, Nebraska, and Wyoming, that brings a travel ban to 26 states. There are 50 states. Contrary to what Barack Hussein Obama said during his campaign, that he'd been to all 57 states, and that is a quote. But he's saying, I hate the majority of the states of the country I want to run. So why would he still be running? Because he has plans to change a mandate, i.e. force feed all the dogma of the Democrats from the depths of hell upon the rest of the country. So California implemented this travel ban, the first one, uh, back in 2016 that prohibited state agencies from requiring employees to travel to any state that has enacted laws that California would deem discriminatory on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. So it's expanded the list. And the press release that he's come out with states that these laws specifically target and marginalize transgender youth by preventing them from participating in sports in accordance with their gender identity as well as restricting access to critical gender-affirming health care services. They claim that the laws in these next three states, 24, 25, and 26, are not only discriminatory but constitute Government overreach. Understand what he's saying. This constitutes government overreach. Hmm. So under California law, you're going to criminalize parents who don't affirm the alleged gender identity of one of their children. That's one of the new laws and all the things that go with it. I'll tell you, the government overreach in California is so bad it reaches right down to the bedroom and living room and kitchen table now of every family in the state of California. These are This is one more case of the Democrats accusing somebody else of what they do, the pot calling the kettle black, right, as the expression goes. 
So they're flexing their muscle. And what they plan to do is the government overreach. She says, I'm, we're, they have now a bill that, that keeps the employees from going to the states. And I say, good riddance. Keep the jackasses from California out of your state when they're coming there as government employees to pollute and taint the sanctity and righteousness of other states that are trying to do right. But they're not stopping there. The extremist agenda here is, here's the new bill, which Gavin Greaseball Gruesome is all for. Sponsored by Tony Atkins, I think it's, I don't know, he's probably queer, I don't know. Who authors now the bill that will lift the travel ban to states with anti-LGBTQ policies. Let me stop there. So what is he doing? He's lifting the travel ban? Well, here's the problem. Every state school that wants to travel to out of uh, an out-of-state school for a collegiate athletic event, man, woman, or tranny for California purposes. Are you kidding me? We are to a break already. Don't go away. You're not going to believe this, but when we come away from the break, make sure you are sitting down. We'll be right back. The Robin Walter Show is a listener-supported program. Your contribution goes to help as many people as possible to hear that the Word of God has answers to help you survive and even thrive in the dark days ahead in this country. We pledge to bring you the critical information you need to make informed decisions in this age where big tech and big media have conspired to rid our country of everything Christian. Please send your support to Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. That's Red Sky Radio, P.O. Box 99, Wickenburg, Arizona, 85358. Thank you. Oh, the Shy Lights. Oh, I love that group. We're back. Okay. So, there is a bill in California, in California, and this bill is planning to re- lift the travel ban to states with their supposed anti-LGBTQ or SDUVWXYZ policies. And as I said, is because under this bill, properly implemented, there are no California athletes that can travel to any other state for any sport, man, woman, whatever. They'd have to forfeit all their all their out-of-state games. So what? Who cares? Replacing it with a bill that would be an outreach campaign. So the money is going to, there's more money needed. And it won't necessarily replace the bill. They're just going to add this as an additional bill an outreach campaign to encourage acceptance of the LGBTQ community. 
So the governor is going to have this annual budget of $600,000 in a state that's already $32 billion deficit to go from a passive-aggressive forcing its pro-abortion and gender-affirming crap agenda by banning travel to now actively pushing it on other states with the legislation that is, that's embraced legislation that California deems discriminatory. So they are, going, they are going to now start spending money going into other states to spread the death and disease of the devil himself, the whole queer agenda and abortion, the tranny tourism, the abortion tourism, which they are already doing by drawing people to that state, but now they are going to export it and fund the exportation of it to other states. This is so this is such a disregard of the Constitution. Why? Because the full faith and credit clause requires state courts to respect the laws and judgments of the other states. That is what is that's what the queers have argued all the time. Well, if Massachusetts has queer marriage and California has queer marriage, then you other states, uh, you have to honor it. You have to honor it. Well, they're not going to honor the state laws that, uh, that oppose abortion, that opposes tranny crap and queer adoptions like Oklahoma has done. No, they're going in there to actively fund and to try to overturn those laws. This is how evil Gavin... Greaseball gruesome is because he wants to make the state of California the United States. Man, government overreach. I, you know what? The Democratic lawmakers in California, I got a quote here, party here, they've not only chastised red states for passing legislation opposing or restricting so-called gender-affirming care, including the use of puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, gender surgery on minors, but now have gone one step further in insulating Californians to commit crimes in other states. So why do I bring this up? It's yet another bill by little Scotty Weiner. That's not a made-up name. That's his name, Scotty Weiner. Democrat from San Francisco. With a bill that they just had the hearing on it, which will prevent criminal and civil investigations and boards from suspending or revoking the medical licenses of doctors who perform illegal abortions and illegal gender affirming care, using their words, in other states. So, this bill is a companion to the one where we're going to export our immorality, and we're going to actively fund to try to turn around states that actually believe in the Bible, like Tennessee and Oklahoma and, and Kansas and Kentucky and so forth, and Missouri and Nebraska and Wyoming, and you, and you go right on down the list, those 26 states. We're going to fund the attempt to ruin those states morally, biblically, and scripturally. And not only that, we are now going to give a shield and protect doctors and nurses 
from any criminal and civil consequence here in the state of California if they go into other states and do things that are illegal. So here's what I'm guessing. So let's so as one of these queer tranny doctors goes to Nebraska and does something that's illegal in Nebraska and then um, then scurries his slimy butt back to California and there's an arrest warrant put out for that doctor. And he's gone back to California. And there's an extradition request from Nebraska to turn over that doctor in California to Nebraska. Export the criminal who we have arrested or have a warrant for their arrest. This bill apparently says that California will not extradite that doctor. That's a companion to the other one that I mentioned. We're going we're to export the propaganda and undermining of other states' laws against these things, and we're going to insulate doctors that go to those states to carry out their demonic deeds, and I have to assume they're going to refuse extradition. So now you see why I have said I couldn't care less if California leaves this union. Sooner the better that California is gone. We do not need them. They are not a buoy. They are not something that helps the economy. There's something that hurts the country, that damages the country, the ooze and slime of which is sleeking and slurping out of that state and now a frontal attack on all the 26 states that they consider deplorable coming from the mouth of the most deplorable person of national politics today, Gavin Gruesome. And if he ends up winning, if he runs, here's what I would suggest. Texas, whatever, all of these states, Arizona, but Arizona's got a Democrat governor, which election was stolen. We know that. We know the, th the corruption here. If Gruesome is on that ticket, then we need state legislatures that say that on the date of certification of the election, before the swearing in, in other words, Joey No Brains Corn Pop is still president, that those states leave the union. We're out of here. It's been nice, but now we have to scream. We're not going to put up with your garbage, Gavin. And by the way, you can't come to these states, and if you try, we cannot guarantee protection. We're not going to attack you, but we're not going to offer you any particular protection as a candidate, as a president, whatever. You see, we are a divided country. The war has, uh, has already started. It's just that nobody's officially loaded their guns, except for the FBI and the DOJ and the IRS, which shows up with loaded guns everywhere these days. So this is why, uh, and i got to tell you right now, I, you know what, I, I promised people that I would get to the Dennis Prager piece, and I will. But tech, I am, if I had to pick really my first choice, of course I will take Trump, but I will tell you I am a Vivek Ramaswamy fan full in now. I signed up for his emails. I'm going to start giving to his campaign. This is not anti-Trump. Ramaswamy, go look up uh, Ramaswamy's 10 principles. Now, one, one listener said, you got to spell the guy's name because we can't find him. R-A-M-A. 
right? R-M-A-S-W-A-M-Y. Ramaswamy. Vivek. V-I-V-E-K. The 10 principles he has based his campaign on are fabulous. He's a guy who's looking forward. He's not going back. I got to tell you, he's not going back and complaining about the election results in 2020. He's got a vision. He's hopeful. He's vibrant. And he's righteous. And he's smarter than all get out. I mean, look, I'm not balahooing somebody who's got three times the brain power of Barack Obama and 10 times the brain power of Joe Biden and probably 12 times the brain power of Cammy Harris because of his intelligence. But when its supreme intelligence is combined with righteousness and godliness, that's the guy I want. He will not. He will not attack Trump. He said, that's not what my campaign's about. He's not hunting to be vice president, but as he is doing his thing, he is qualifying himself. And honestly, he's a better candidate than Tim Scott. He's, uh, he's got the executive experience, the business experience. He is righteous through and through. Uh, I've only found one small thing I disagree with him on, and he's got time to change. I love the guy. I absolutely love the guy. He's going to overtake Ron DeSantis in a heartbeat. And he's got to because he gets it. It's about crappy education. It's about woke education is the source of the problems in this country. And to support his comments, we now have in a very valid recent survey of 37,000 students 37,000, 25%, in other words, almost 10,000 out of those 37,000 students, 37,000, contend and agree that it is acceptable to use violence to shut down a controversial speaker. I kid you not. That's 25% have been taught that if you don't get your own commie, socialist, woke, BLT, LGBTQ way, it's okay if anybody comes on campus to not just oppose them, but to use violence to stop them. Violence is going to be met with violence. It better be. I mean, goodness sakes. These are the people who honestly are so bereft of common sense, any morality, they belong in the flat earth society. They belong in the Middle Ages. Back when they thought tomatoes were poisonous and you cured people by letting the blood out. I, I tell you, they're not getting an education. They're getting an indoctrination. I mean, if you consider what happened in California here, probably coming to a blue state near you, that gruesome sign of law that may, we will revoke a physician's medical license for conveying what he calls in misinformation. Of course, California gets to describe what's misinformation. And of course, misinformation to them is actually what is the truth. And of course, what is a falsehood is what they call legitimate information. But for any for any deviation from the consensus about COVID-19 and its treatments and the scientific consensus 
Well, it's scientific, all right. It's political science consensus about shutting down schools and businesses. And now they're talking about there's a new pandemic that could be emerging, the 12% spike in COVID cases, which is occurring almost exclusively among those who went out and got the shot. They're going to shut down those doctors, take out, take away the licenses. And that's something. So we've got this fake world. Who's lying? Who, who's telling the lies? And this is where I get to the Dennis Prager piece. And I want to quote Dennis. And thank you, Dennis. He said, the ones who are lying are the ones who that are engaged in censorship. It's pretty easy. And now I will quote. He says, quote, with rare exceptions, the party that calls for censorship, which I'm going to start here, are the Democrats, the left, the government, the CDC, the big tech, big media. They're the ones that are lying. People who tell the truth can deal with dissent and different opinions. In fact, truth tellers welcome debate. I got to insert. That's absolutely true. I can never get anybody on the left to debate me about abortion or any of this other stuff because they know they're lies. I bring out the truth. There's smoke in no time. And I'm the least of the people to debate this, but I can beat them easily. So imagine somebody like Ramaswamy or Prager doing the, doing the job on him. He said, if this theory is correct, and I cannot imagine a valid agreement against it, it means that in virtually every instance, a left-right difference, the left is lying. There is no important area of left-right difference in which the left, he said, not liberals, but the left, does not call for shutting down dissent. Okay, I'm going to insert. So this is why I mentioned this 25% of the students calling not for just shutting it down, but for violence. So the ones that are calling for shutting it down far exceed 25%. 25% actually believe it should be shut down by way of violence against conservative speakers. Okay, Dennis goes on to say, quote, the left-wing California State Assembly passed a bill signed into law by the left-wing governor Proved by the state's left-wing medical establishment that any California physician who speaks medical misinformation could lose their license. The law was passed to stifle all medical dissent on issues related to COVID-19. So, where do we go from there? Well, based on the rule, he says, that those who censor are almost always lying, we must come to the frightening conclusion that the American medical establishment has therefore been lying to us. And, of course, he's saying this because if they have to lie or else they lose their license, then that means they're lying. They have to lie. That includes the American Medical Association, the American Psychiatric Association of Children's Hospitals, along with the American Association of Pediatricians the latter to advocate almost alone in the entire world affirmative transgender care, such as puberty blockers in minors, mastectomies on perfectly healthy girls who say that they are boys. The left in medicine, big tech, the mainstream media, and in schools, and I'm still quoting, from kindergarten through graduate school, not only censors anyone who denies 
that men give birth, but smears their reputations, labeling them haters, bigots, anti-science, and inducers of teen suicide are the liars. Remember, it was Vladimir Lenin and the Communist Party to the contemporary university. The left has always suppressed dissent. And for good reason, because if dissent is allowed, the left loses its power. And the left knows it. Colleges know that one conservative speaker can undo four years of indoctrination in only 90 minutes. Thank you, Dennis. A great piece. So what is this? Of course, we know that this is Marxism, and it's becoming Marxism unhinged, unbridled. I mean, it was Karl Marx himself who said, quote, the meaning of peace is the absence of opposition to socialism. My goodness sakes. Here, quoting a World Net Daily piece, if one wonders what type of society socialists are trying to create, it is useful to study its brutality, the vocal founders about the values of socialism, the need for intolerance, the need for dishonesty, theft, and creation of fear by clamping down on dissidents and free intellectuals, manipulating the people to become the needed useful idiots who are to help cause a bloody revolution that would extinguish the light of Western civilization. So if you get to Karl Marx, Vladimir Lenin, the founder of the USSR, let's quote him. This is what the left believes. This is what's being taught in the colleges and universities, which is why a great number of college students want to kill you, beat you up, savagely injure you, so that you never have the right to speak, or you don't have the guts to speak anymore. It's all from Marx and Lenin. Totally embraced by Hillary Clinton, Barack Hussein Obama, Joe Biden, although he's actually too stupid to understand Marx, but he's simply channeling those who are giving him his orders, this is Lenin. Quote, We must be ready to employ trickery, deceit, law-breaking, withholding, and concealing truth. We can and must, in a language which sows among the masses, hate, revulsion, and scorn towards those who disagree with us. Now understand something here. I'm back to myself here. Lenin the father of the Marxist-Leninism, grew up in Europe in a time of free speech. Understand the corollary, the parallel here. Lenin used free speech as a means to gain power to suppress free speech. This is exactly what is, has been and is being done in this country. He went, out, went on to say, he said, quote, Why should freedom of speech and freedom of the press be allowed? Why should a government which is doing what it believes is right allow itself to be criticized? For we need to continually embarrass, discredit, and degrade our critics when obstructionists become too irritating, label them as fascists or Nazis or anti-Semitic. Of course, I want to insert all the things that Lenin actually was, and the left is today. 
constantly associate them with those who oppose those names that already have a bad smell. This association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. This is where we are. This is where we are, that when the Word of God left the institutions, gone with it left the inspiration of godly ideas. Now, there are some that are rising up. Yeah, there are some Gideons. There are some Rahabs. They were prostitutes, but they've learned the way. They're rising up. And I'm thrilled about that. But this is Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy is saying we got to kill the Department of Education. Because if we don't, we can't we will keep cranking out communazis. He is the only one who said that. He is the only one who's gotten to the absolute core of the problem. And of course, I mean, and if Trump gets elected, I'll be thrilled. Don't get me wrong. But he could be in jail. He may not win. It could be that Ramaswamy is being pumped and primed, and he has breakout crowds wherever he goes because his passion, his hope, and his willingness to speak the truth on things that others are not speaking on, actually, is resonating with crowds. I can hardly wait to the August 23rd debate to hear what he has to say and others. I don't think Trump is going to show up. But I'm at this point. If Trump is the candidate, I really, truly believe Ramaswamy has got to be the VP candidate. You know, there's some other pretty good ones. Bergam isn't bad. Tim Scott's good. Ron DeSantis is good as a governor, but he needs to go home and be and continue to be a good governor. His term can keep running, keep Florida a good state in case we need it to get out of the union because Gavin Grusom has come to power. But I love the diversity in the Republican Party, which doesn't exist in the Democrat Party. They talk about diversity. Talk to them, diversity means not only having lesbians, but having gays, but then also having trannies. And then having, uh, oh, that's right, we need cell phones for the blacks to keep them on the plantation. But their smart ones have gotten out of that stupid party. And whether it's Byron Reynolds in Florida or Tim Scott, or whether it's an Indian, Vivek Ramaswamy, the diversity, the guts, the righteousness exists on the right. And yeah, there are a few polluters that want to taint it, just like Newsom wants to ruin the 26 states by becoming president and now sending in... uh, uh, what, demonic missionaries, what he'd probably call them, into these states to upend them. We need to fight fire from hell with the fire of the Holy Ghost, the fire of the Spirit of God. Ones who know the truth and are not afraid to say it and are not afraid to stand on the first principles of this country which is what Ramaswamy resorts to, the first principles. God bless them. God bless you. Sit tall in the saddle, America. Remember, you ride for the brand, the brand of Jesus Christ. 
and we will see you next week. <laughs>